The birth of the universe we inhabit happened in the darkness. Details that scientists are still narrating about how it all came to be could fill a lifetime of libraries. The vast expanses, the collisions, the resulting glory. Scientists are some of the most talented poets I know as they give shape to the things that happened under the cloak of darkness billions of light years away. None of them were there, and yet we have a story about how it all came to be while it was still dark. Likewise, 71% of the Earth's surface is covered in water, and the oceans hold 96.5% of that water. The square miles that have only been mapped with technology far outmatch that which the human eye has seen. Most of the floor of the ocean is shrouded in darkness that absorbs any light that might pierce through. And yet, the abundance of life that thrives while it is still dark is profound. Similarly, the birth that brought each of us into the world began in the darkness of our mother's womb. Thanks to modern technology, we now have these rather sophisticated images of babies in utero. But for most of humanity's history, that was not the case. The infant was completely unknown to the outside world until making its harsh debut. And yet the life that, take, that takes shape while it is still dark makes life in the outside world possible. The universe would have us believe that darkness is not an indicator of possibility. Yet I wonder if we believe that that is true. I wonder if we believe that darkness is not an indicator of possibility. Today's gospel story would encourage us to believe the same story that the universe tells. News of the resurrection happens in the darkness. Listen again to the story from John's gospel that begins early on the first day of the week while it was still dark. Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. Mary Magdalene went under the cover of darkness to cry her heart out. She went to sit as close as she possibly could to the corpse of the one whom she loved so dearly. Darkness enveloped her in both literal and figurative ways. That is how the most important story ever told comes to us, in darkness. The reason we have this very first encounter about the miracle of the resurrection is because Mary ventured out in the dark. And it is there, in the dark, that Jesus first reveals what has taken place. I wonder how familiar you are with the shape of the, of the um, I wonder how familiar you are with the pre-dawn hours of the morning. It happens to be my favorite time of day for a host of reasons, but the light in those particular pre-dawn moments is unlike any other time of day. The deepest darkness persists, but ever so subtly, shadows begin to appear as the sun breaches the horizon. Before the sun appears to the naked eye, the possibility of light completely changes the landscape. 
And just before the light comes, there is the hopefulness of light that signals that the night is over and the day is coming. The resurrected Jesus meets Mary Magdalene in what I imagine was one of the darkest moments of her life and introduces the possibility that the darkness will not last forever. Jesus brings to life the reality that miraculous things happens, happen in the dark, which may be, later be revealed in the light. Jesus delivers hope that his story that her story, that our story, is not over after all. On Easter morning, Mary Magdalene is accompanied through the darkest moment of her life. But the most extraordinary thing is that that promise of accompaniment was not just for her. The promise of accompaniment means that we, too, will always be accompanied, even in the darkest moments of our lives. Easter matters because it shows the permanent unbreakability of God's commitment to be with us, even in the darkest circumstances we can possibly imagine. Unfortunately, it doesn't take much to conjure up what constitute a dark circumstance these days. But I want to be clear about what does and does not happen in that moment under the cover of darkness at the empty tomb. Jesus does not undo the painful death that Mary Magdalene witnessed and he experienced. He does not promise to take away the pain for those who witness that death or for those who continue to mourn his absence. He does not even promise that his will be the last of painful deaths. However, in that dark moment at the tomb, Jesus makes clear the complete unbreakability of God's commitment to be with us forever. Mary had to process this strange and unexpected sight. It was not as if she flipped a switch and the joy of Easter morning came rushing over her. She had to figure out what to do with Jesus's death, the one she had witnessed. To make sense of the resurrection, she had to be honest about death. Or as Rowan Williams said, if you believe in resurrection, you must trust death. Mary Magdalene had to trust the painful reality of death before she could fully embrace the hope of the resurrection. So it seems that Easter is a reminder that we must also trust the dark. There will be much we cannot see, both literally and figuratively. And yet... God is with us in the dark. A few years ago, I had the privilege of accompanying a dear family friend as he prepared for death. We began with some polite conversation, talked through the order of the service, and then chose the hymns. And with the formalities out of the way, he turned to me and said, now I want to talk to you about something else. I obviously don't know exactly what comes next, but I just will not accept anything that does not include the love of my life. It's taken me a lifetime to find her, and I'm not interested in anything that means that we have to be separated for any amount of time. Well, not at all a man who was prone to regrets. He was angry, scared, and officially logging his complaints with the person who was going to represent the institution that was to mark his earthly passing. 
but his longing for eternal companionship was sincere. And I think representative of a fear that most of us have, which is that we will be alone for all of eternity. It seems it's almost as if God knew to anticipate the very heart of humanity, our longing to be accompanied not just in this life, but for eternal life. Easter is the ultimate declaration of the unbreakable nature of God's commitment to be with us forever. The Reverend Dr. Sam Wells describes it in this way. The Christ we see on the cross bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and demonstrates a love that never ends. The cross is not a sacrifice that appeases God's righteous wrath or a conquest that defeats our last enemy. It's a vision of a God whose purpose is to be with us more intimately, more permanently, more comprehensively than we can imagine, and is so committed to be so that Christ is willing to endure even crucifixion to embody the ultimate commitment to be with. The full story of Easter comes to us under the cover of darkness, where we are invited to deem God worthy of our trust. Mary Magdalene's full story is that because she was able to sit in the darkness, she was there when the light broke through and cast the first shadows, bringing with it the hope of a new day. The full story is that on Easter morning, Jesus surprised Mary Magdalene not with answers, but with his companionship. The full story is that the resurrection happens in the darkness and brings with it a sliver of light that will usher in the dawn. The full story is that the cross does not eliminate the possibility of human suffering, but declares God's willingness to suffer with us. The full story is that the news of resurrection that arrives in the darkness is only the beginning of God's story with us. Amen.